0: Well, the notion of a two-hit mechanism, uh, so far as autism is concerned, arises from the fact that we know that in the families there's an increased rate of what has come to be called the broader phenotype, meaning autistic-like abnormalities of a much milder kind. Now, they are very like autism, in all sorts of ways, but they differ in two ways. One is that the broader phenotype is not associated with epilepsy and it is not associated with mental retardation. And so one of the questions is, given the evidence that the broader phenotype is due to the same genetic liability as autism, why do some people have the full picture and some only these milder problems? Could there be, uh, well, let's take two possibilities. One is it's simply the level of genetic liability. If you have more of it, you get the full thing. If you have less of it, you get the milder thing. Or is it a two-hit mechanism in which the liability extends very broadly, but something carries you over that threshold uh, to develop full autism? Now. This is not a notion that is by any means restricted to autism because there's exactly the same debate in schizophrenia. So that we know that the so-called prodromata of schizophrenia are much commoner uh, than actual schizophrenia involving delusions, hallucinations, thought disorder, and so on. And so the question is, we know that the liability to both is genetic uh, in large part and that it seems to be the same. But what carries people over into the full syndrome? And is that some new stimulus of a kind that hasn't been recognized? There are various possibilities that are being looked at and we don't know what the answer is as yet. It's proved really frustrating not to have an answer on the genes as such. We have loads of leads, um, but so far, nobody has got good evidence that the actual, well, it won't be the actual, one of the actual genes has been identified. It's puzzling because it is a strongly genetically influenced disorder. Uh, We have good measures, we have good strategies, so why on earth is it proved so difficult? And um, there are a variety of reasons that could be put forward. One is that um, it is the rule in medicine that there is genetic heterogeneity. That's to say the particular pattern of genes that is responsible in one person isn't the same as in another. So that makes it much more difficult to tie it down. And uh, it may also be that you are reliant on an interaction with some environmental risk factor. Because we haven't got good handle on that, that's made it more difficult. Will it deliver? Yes, I think it'll deliver. Um, There are some very good groups doing research in this area. I'd be really surprised if in the next five to 10 years, there aren't several susceptibility genes found. But it has proved very difficult is that special to autism no not at all that if one looks at disorders like diabetes or coronary artery disease or asthma same sort of problem now there they have a much better physiological hold on the diagnosis it is still very, very difficult so once you've moved away from single gene disorders it's tough but it's solvable tough and We just got to get on and solve it.